0: listening to the private citizen defending your right to have something to hide your podcast about privacy politics and all other kinds of important things that are happening this is episode 94 for wednesday the 3rd of november 2021 lord of dragons hello everybody my name is fab i'm coming to you live from düsseldorf in germany Um, Reporting today uh, on a very German topic. Uh, Today we're going to talk about the German YouTuber Drachenlord. Um, In case you're in Germany, you probably heard about him. Uh, He was in the news quite a lot recently. Um, If you haven't heard of him, you're in for a crazy story. Um, Obviously, I'm uh, recording this live on Twitch as always. And um, we were already talking a little bit before the show started. And, you know, it's already been compared to the German Chris Chan. I don't know how correct this comparison is. I think uh, Drachenlord is a a one-of-a-kind person. And the story is very interesting. It seems to be very German um, on the outset. And there will be definitely very uh, German things in tonight's episode. But tonight, I don't know recording this at night I don't know what what time it is when you're listening to this to the podcast but um, yeah um, but even if you are not in Germany not interested about German topics I think this is this is very important um, I'm generally talking about this first of all because it's interesting uh, it's an interesting story but it's also very um, closely related to the free speech debate or the hate speech debate you know, I've talked about this before, uh, especially here in Germany. And I think it's going to be very important um, what society decides in this case will be a important precedent. Basically, how we handle um, harassment online bullying, and you know, free speech issues and and some hate speech issues. And, uh, and this is a very complicated topic. So I don't know what you're doing, but I recommend you settle back. I'm going to get myself a nice. Uh, Nice uh, Füchsin alt here from uh, from Düsseldorf. It's got a fox on it, so you know it's it's down my alley. The fox being my favorite animal. Yeah, and I'm uh, settled back, and I'm gonna tell you about uh, the Drachenlord today. Um, it's it's quite a topic. I'm just thinking: is there any like? Um, housekeeping i have to do i don't think i ha- there is any so i th- I, th- I think we can we can get right into the topic so what i'm going to do today is i'm first going to explain what's happening kind of a little history of this whole thing that's been happening um and then um i'm gonna have we're gonna have a second segment i'm going to try to analyze it all on a you know on a on a on a I would say global scale, currently it's a German scale, but like, you know, what does this mean for wider society and for all of us? So the first part is more of a interesting story and some food for thought, and the second part will be what are the actual issues. So let's get into the uh, part where I explain to you what actually, what are we talking about today? And before I get into this topic, there's something important I have to say. So, this dude, Drachenlord, I'm gonna, throughout this episode, I'm gonna um, <clears throat> say his name. You know, he, his name is Rainer Winkler. I'm gonna explain in a in a minute why why I think that is okay. And there's gonna I'm gonna play a clip where you will hear where he lives. Um, I, why am I ex- why am I explaining this? Um, you know, I'm a journalist by trade, and I take it very seriously. In Germany, we have the press um if they're um good journalists they usually adhere to a self-imposed uh, press codex we call it where we for example if somebody's indicted um but hasn't been charged yet we don't say you know we don't publish their name even if they've been charged we probably don't publish their name um and we certainly don't tell people where people like this live you know especially i mean the 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 name thing um there's a thing in, in, in German um, jurisprudence called um, being a person of public interest, and if you're famous, basically this um, not not saying somebody's name when they get indicted or something happens, and their news kind of um, goes away. We kind of do that because they're not really well. They're still private people, but you know, if you make your living by being in the in, in the public eye, if you're a politician or you know, film star, or whatever. Um, you it's kind of assumed that you give up some of this privacy. Um, and I you mean, you're certainly being compensated for that most of the time. Sometimes you can be a person of public interest, even if you don't make any money from it. Um, and Drachenlord, or uh, Rainer Winkler, as he's called, uh, yeah, his name is, uh, certainly, I think, qualifies. But that's not why I'm naming him. And certainly why I didn't censor his address from... Um, from the clip i'm gonna play uh at some point um i'm mostly doing this because he is very upfront with his name and his address so if you go to his youtube channel and i'm linking to that uh, as usual in the show notes if you go to private press, you will find the show notes with all the sources i've used um there are a lot of german sources this time around again um mostly because um there's not that much english coverage about the guy yet um or at all, um, but he, uh, if you go to his YouTube channel, he has his name and his address in his description uh, of his channel, so and everybody knows where he lives anyway. Um, it's like simple to find that on the internet, but I wouldn't take that as a like, usually, I would have n- not given out his address, but since he basically tells everybody, um, where he lives and you know, the um, his address. I mean, there is a thing called Impressionspflicht in German. When you have a website like me, you have to put your address on there. Um, but you can have a P.O. box. And he actually has a P.O. box. Um, but he's he's definitely just giving out his trade um, address. Um, so I just wanted to say that up front. That's why his address is in that one clip and why I'm naming him. Um, because I think, I mean, he's, he's doing that himself. Uh, so I think that's okay. Um, right. So let me explain, um, who this guy is. So we're talking about a, um, just a guy who started making videos about 10 years ago on YouTube. I think he's created his channel in, uh, in 2011. Um, and he, um... He's, uh, you know, he's just a metal hat, basically. And he started making just videos for fun where he, you know, talks about metal bands or like the first few videos were just hat banging. Um, He has a very special way of talking, I would say. Um, um, He um, is very upfront with the fact that, um, I mean, most people probably wouldn't consider him very intelligent. He's very upfront with, the fact that he went to a, what we in Germany call a Sonderschule, uh, kind of a special school. It's like um, uh, a school for people with learning disabilities. He went to, you know, he didn't go to primary school. Um, He was tested after kindergarten and went to this, um, you know, school for people with learning disabilities and never really finished it. Um, You get like what's called an individual certificate of whatever that's like when you basically fail you get that so you can still say i finished the school you know which is which is okay i mean um it, it takes all sorts um he's also um not the you know not the um most sportive person here <laughs> you know when he started this channel he was already quite copulent one would probably say um, by today's standards, he's probably clinically... No, not probably, he is. I, I mean, you don't have to be a doctor if you watch his channel. He's clinically obese. Um, so he, uh, from the beginning, um, uh, gave people that wanted to attack him um, a lot of, you know... I wouldn't say cause, but, you know, he... be. He, he was an easy target from the beginning. So at first, he's just making videos for fun. And uh, so he has this intro that everybody knows now in Germany, I think. Um, he he, used to s- he starts his videos with uh, metalloide, which is, you know, metal people. Um, and th- this is what he sounds like. So I'm going to play a few clips during this podcast. They're all in German. If you don't speak German, I would um, urge you. Some of them, these are like a minute long. Um, So you won't understand a word. Uh, With some of these clips, he's just shouting, so you don't understand much if you speak German either. So he's from uh, Franconia. He has a very special dialect. So you might not understand him at all. Um, But if you don't, um, I I just wanted to... um, I'm I'm playing this for Atmosphere. Right? I'm trying to explain to you what has happened and why this has happened. And this is a very, very... um, a topic that's hard to understand, so I think you need some context. So just when I'm playing clips, and don't don't try to understand, you know, if you don't speak German, just just listen to the tone of his voice. Um, there's one clip where you might learn a few insults uh, if you know a little bit of German. <laughs> some some quite creative insults, but you know, this is how he generally starts his videos. This is from a very very early video. This is how he greets people.
1: Mittellose servus and herzlich willkommen.
0: So he sounds like a nice guy. Right? He's a, he's a maybe not the smartest guy, but he's kind of a nice guy. Now he took some relatively haphazard steps on YouTube. His videos. Um, let's face it, they, they w- weren't very good. Now, if you look at my YouTube videos from like 10 years ago, they're not very good either. That's kind of it's kind of okay. Um, you know, that happens. Um, but like his his whole channel took a very interesting bend, because basically what, so generally, you look at YouTubers, everybody starts, unless you know, it's like a produced channel, a a guy who just discovers YouTube, or a girl, or whatever you identify as, I don't give a damn, you discover YouTube, right? You start making videos for fun and at first you're shit. Like you don't know how to cut video. You don't know how to do effects. It looks shit. That's normal. And then usually you have two two kinds of YouTubers. Um, those who get better and those who don't get better. And to realize at some point that they will not get better and they just give up and go away. Now... Drachenlord is a very special guy because I think he belongs to the first part. He's never really gotten better with his videos. and uh, But he just refuses to go away, which I can respect, right? So I'm kind of torn on this issue. Um, most people um, portray this whole issue in 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 one of two ways. Either he's a poor guy and he's being bullied online mercilessly and, you know, people should... You know, feel with him, have uh, have pity on him, or the other the other side is like he's an idiot. He can't do any. He can't do anything. He's not good to anything. It doesn't work. Uh, why doesn't he just go away? I think, as we often discover on the show, where we like to think for ourselves, the truth is somewhere in the middle. I'm torn because I personally um, was was bullied pretty badly, I would say, at school for many years. So I have sympathy for him in this regard, because, you know, you know as I will get into, he's, he's being mercilessly bullied. Um, and I also respect his general attitude. So, so what happened is he made videos, uh, people didn't really like him, and they told Tim so, and, um, but he kept doing them like he did. He was like, okay, I'm shit, I'm going to stay shit, fuck off. Um, and then it escalated from there. Now, I understand this issue. I, I, I feel pretty much the same way. I, I like his his attitude, right? I, from the very beginning of me doing podcasts, you know, you do podcasts, you're shit at the beginning. And people don't like what you're doing. And they tell you to you to, to go die. Um, and I'm I'm all for telling these people, fuck off. Um, I've done this. Now I've been doing podcasts for 15 years. Some people might say, I haven't gotten better. I'm still going, eh, uh uh eh. Uh, basically the whole time (laughs) so you know um but you know i'm all down with you listen to this on your own accord if you don't like it go fuck off like why why are you here and that's what he says as well and i'm also like he had people like shop at his house so he's like fucking if you come up to my house and if you get you know go onto my real estate like you know my home um and then start insulting me i'm gonna bash your face in and I completely understand that. I like I like that attitude. Um, I had people in the past where I was doing podcasts or videos, and they were like, oh, you're like, you know, haters, basically, <laughs> saying, you know, you're shit and calling me names. And I, I consistently said, you know, you wouldn't be doing this if we were actually face-to-face. Because most of those people, you know, back in the day, like, yeah, I don't know, Linux nerds, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was not, I, I mean, I, I, um, I, I'm not the most muscular and fit person. I'm trying to change that lately. I'm, got, I'm, I've gotten a little bit of muscles. I've been working on it, you know, a little bit. But um, you know, I'm not the strongest guy. But I was like thinking, as I'm, I'm, you know, I'm mostly stronger than most of those. And he has that same attitude, and I respect that. I respect his attitude. But I think he's a good example of where you can take that too far. So basically, what happened is he got discovered by some kind of joke forum that i'd never heard of um so i this whole story like i I knew his name i knew kind of who he was i knew him as kind of like the most hated youtuber in germany with a few other guys and i said like like, i don't care right this wasn't this wasn't the topic for me and uh it just recently got in the news because he got convicted and he might have to go to jail we're gonna get to that at the end of the story but now it's news and obviously i'm interested um, and I researched it, and I watched a lot more Drachenlord videos in the last week than anybody should. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so um, he made these videos. Um, he's he has uh, he clearly has dyslexia. He says so himself. So he has problems reading stuff. Uh, he has problem, problems pronouncing words. You know, which is okay. I'm okay with that. Like I, I I'm okay with him doing his thing. That's all good. Like if he if he does videos and he has fun doing them and he's like hat banging, he's going like metalloidy. I'm having fun here, and then haters come along say you're shit, you're fat, you're not working. You know why you go die? Uh, and he just says fuck off and keeps doing his videos. You know, I'm okay with that. That's cool. Um, you know, I'm okay with him not being the most intelligent person. There's always a person. There's the, a lot of people that are more intelligent than me. Um, I'm okay with him not being the fittest person. It's okay. Like, if he wa- if he's happy how he is, who, like, who gives a fuck? That's not the problem. The problem started when um, I think he got, so he, his channel, um, got a lot of followers. And it all started with this forum with this fun forum, like joke forum, right? And they basically started posting his videos, and saying, oh, look at this idiot. Can't even fucking pronounce the most simplest words. And then I were making fun of it. Now, he didn't ignore them. Uh, the problem is he basically started making videos about his haters, or as he likes to call them, haters. So these guys actually call themselves haters, uh, H-A-I-D-E-R, Uh, now that is like their thing that's what they're called um and um what he did is he basically started making videos about like so he you know makes a video about i don't know black metal and says something like relatively stupid about black metal fans right and then somebody writes in and goes like you fucking idiot this is not what black metal fans are like you're too dumb to even walk like look at you can't even make a video correctly um so he makes a video reading that and then like attacking the guy going oh you're you're shit you're fat you're an idiot and so he starts this vicious cycle basically feeding the trolls he's a very good example of why you shouldn't feed the trolls i mean you can feed the trolls a little bit i do it sometimes you know for fun but like the idea So if I have a troll on Twitter, I will just, you know, reply to them with GIFs or whatever, right? The idea is not to get emotionally involved. So I learned when I was bullied in school, it took me years. And uh, I had to get out of the bullying situation to understand this. And when I came back, I, I, I knew that bullying works because the guy who is, like, tormenting you or the girl is... Causing something in your brain, in your emotion. And they feed off that. Like they cause you trauma, emotional trauma. And they feed off that. The only way to stop this is either to fucking smash their face in and kick their teeth out, which works. Uh, But I was brought up as a kid to not do that, which maybe was a mistake for my parents. If I had kids, I would bring them up a little bit differently. Um, But. All right. Um, or the other, what I learned is, if you just don't, if you just emotionally shut yourself off from that, if you can do that, and you know, I, I learned it myself. I'm, I'm I'm sure if you have problems, if you're being, um, you know, uh, bullied, and you have, uh, I don't know if I had, I would say I had depressions but I was very unhappy. Um, I'm sure if you then go to like a psychoanalyst or somebody who can help you, I think there are probably methods for this. I just probably learned it naturally. So what you do is you shut yourself off from that. You realize that it's only words. They can't hurt you with words. And the reason they're bullying you and they're not like physically attacking you is because they don't want to do that or they're afraid of that or whatever. Um, You know, these kids that bullied me in school were like smaller than me and fucking scrawny like i could have just physically dominated them and i probably should have and it would have saved me you know years of pain um you know but i learned that you can just shut it off emotionally and if you i mean i'm not saying it's easy it's probably if you're in a spiral and if you're already like psychologically um impacted by this is it gets harder um but if if you get to that, you realize that, you know, they can't hurt you if you don't let them. Um, and uh, that is, the Drachenlord certainly hasn't understood this. And so what he does is he attacks them back emotionally and you can see it in his eyes that he's emotionally impacted by this. And so that just feeds them more. That just tells the bullies that what they're doing is working. So he created this vicious cycle and he... I think at first um, inadvertently created something that is called the, the, the Drachen Game, which is what the haters call their hobby, which is to mess with him. And it takes many, many uh, different um, shapes and forms. And, you know, it got worse over the years. So uh, at first they're just, you know, there was hateful comments um, then, uh, later on, they're actually, you know, messed within him in, in, in a way where like a woman would claim to want to start a relationship with him. There's a, there's a very painful, uh, live stream where actually he, um, proposes to a woman he's never seen. She's like, she's wearing a mask, right? She's wearing a half mask. You can't see the lower half of her face. And this was long before the pandemic, um, and he is actually proposing to her in a live stream. He's never met her in person and he's proposing to her and he, he means it. And of course she's a hater and there are other people in the room and they start laughing and he starts crying because he actually fell in love with her. And it's, it's like, it's, it's painful to watch. And that, that, that didn't happen once. That happens multiple times over the years. Um, so they mess with him in many ways. But... Um, relatively early in his YouTube career and, you know, when, when his channel starts pick, picking up subscribers and, you know, they're mostly haters. It's clear from the beginning that these subscribers are mostly haters. You can tell by like the mail he gets and he actually reads in his videos, uh, the feedback he gets that most of these people are just messing with him. And sometimes he doesn't realize, sometimes he realizes, I think, I don't know, um, and so he picks up he picks up more and more subscribers but they're all haters so there's now a um i think in the beginning he was actually um like celebrating this and and kind of pushing it because he was happy to have subscribers and he says this throughout the years um again and again that he thinks yeah at first they'll all be haters but you know the haters make videos about him and then other haters watch it and he gets more and more viewers and he, he always thinks that in the end he'll get more fans than haters and this has been going on for pretty much eight years now and of course there are just many more haters so relatively early there is a situation where somebody um, so he lives alone in a house Um he uh, inherited the house from his dad uh, and then at which very shortly after that his mother and sister who lived with him in the house moved out so now he has the house for his own and he starts his YouTube channel and um, uh, there's a situation where people find out who his sister is and ring up with like a computer voice and he uploads a now infamous video where um, he uh Basically says, stop molesting my sister. If you have a problem, take it out on me. And he gets very angry, tells people that he will... He gives them his address. Tells them they should come to his house. And he will um, kick their faces in. Beat them up. Um, I'm going to play... This is obviously uh, German. Um, but you know you can just listen to the tone of his voice Um, he gets more and more agitated this is a good example of a lot of videos he did over the years where he basically uh calls out his haters and gets very very angry um and this is of course um what feeds the trolls right so um so this is uh, most of the video where he says come to my house and uh and I'll beat you up. And this is where people know his address from. And since since then, this was like eight years ago, I think, um, he obviously he hasn't moved. He still lives in the same house.
1: Irgendeiner. Ich weiß es nicht wer, es ist mir auch scheißegal. Ich weiß nicht wer es war. Irgendjemand hat meine Schwester mit einer PC-Computer-Stimme angerufen und gemeint, Pass auf, ich weiß, wo du wohnst. Wer auch immer das war, traut euch, kommt zu mir. Als Schauerberg 8 in 91448 im Kirchen, traut euch, kommt zu mir und legt euch mit mir an. Ich prügele die Scheiße aus euch raus. Wenn jemand meint, der kann meine Familie beleidigen oder irgendwie meint jemanden fällig zu machen, ja, der nichts damit zu tun hat mit dieser Scheiße, ja, dann soll er herkommen. Ich schlage ihm so die, ich ihm so die prügel raus, dass der nie wieder aufsteht. Ich habe keine Angst von euch kleinen Pissern.
0: So in this thing, he says, I schmeiß, schmeiß euch so die Prügel raus, which just doesn't exist. It's basically saying, I'm, I'm, I will throw you with the beatings out. And it's, it makes as much sense in German as it, that sentence does in English. So he's like angry and he's calling people out and he's in the very videos giving them more fodder. And when jemand meint,
1: ernsthaft meint, that I can, nur weil ich dick bin. And weil ich, weil ich vielleicht bin für euch. Ich sag euch was.
0: Kaschpeller. Also he uses a uh, dialect that sounds very peculiar to anybody who is not from Franconia or Bavaria.
1: Mettler sind wesentlich stärker als billige kleine Kagnazis. Traut euch, kommt zu mir und macht mich fertig, wenn ihr meint. Aber da ist andere Leute da raus. Das ist genau die Scheiße, auf die ich keinen Bock habe. Und wenn einer meint, meine Schwester anzugreifen oder meine Familie oder Freunde. <laughs> 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 ich bin in der Nähe. Ich brüge die Scheiße so aus ihm raus, dass er nie wieder aufsteht. Und ich euch, ihr habt keine Chance. Traut euch, kommt zu mir.
0: Hey, so, you can you can hear how emotional he is, and I understand the impulse. Um, I've been at this point, you know, when I was younger, I was a lot more impulsive, <laughs> believe it or not. And you know, you do you do something like a podcast. You spend like a 10, eight, eight to ten hours um, every week doing a podcast that's for free. Right. Because you believe in something and you want to, you want, you know, you there's a little bit of, you know, egomania involved. Of course you have a big ego. The guy has a big ego. I have a big ego. That's why you're on the internet talking to people, but you know, you do all this work for free basically. And then some little idiot comes along with some dumb comment because you just, you know, in a, in a two hour podcast, um, you misspoke once, right? You said something wrong. You didn't notice, and everybody just goes, oh, he's an idiot. You can't even fucking blah, blah, blah. Like, I understand the impulse. And there were people who were such assholes that I was like, I'm going to fucking, if you ever see you, I'm going to beat your fucking face in. But, like, you have to, like, even I was very impulsive when I was younger. I'm still sometimes, but I'm I'm reining it in, right? Um, you have to rein it in. Like, you can't, like, even I, like, you can't fucking go and post a video with your address on the internet. And, I mean, you took it down relatively quickly but of course it's everywhere it's, it's everywhere to this day um so i can understand his impulse and i, I sometimes feel really bad for him um terrestrial says that that uh, proposal scene is so cruel even as audio only yeah that's why i haven't included it um even if you would really dislike the guy it is terrible to watch listen to it is um a lot of the stuff people have done to him over the years um is terrible really terrible and you feel like really really bad for him because in the end he's just I think he's a nice guy he's a nice guy um he can be an asshole like everybody um but at heart he's a nice guy he's just like not the smartest guy I think I think this what I just played just proves that um you know telling people to come and you will beat them up and giving them the like okay just Pick a neutral spot, right? And tell them to be there at like 12 and midnight or whatever, like Fight Club. Don't invite them to your fucking home. That's just asking for trouble. Um, yeah, it is um, somewhat um, somewhat perplexing. But so he so he did that. He says it's to these days. These days he said it was a mistake. Um, but there is now... If you follow the um, reporting on his story, Um, it's basically, yes, he he once broadcasted his address, and now the haters have his address, and they come to his house every day, and they harass him. And as usual, a lot of my colleagues in the press haven't done enough research, uh, and if you do a lot of research, you will figure out that it isn't that easy. Yes, he did that. Um, but it is also fact that the first recorded visit of somebody going to his house was over a year after this video, and when he released this, he already was being hounded by this forum, possibly another one where there's like there was like some nat- neo-Nazi black metal. I didn't even know that existed. F- how can you fucking this? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, there were f- there were lots of people who wanted to mess with him even at this point, um, but nobody ever came to his place. Um, and so a year later, people start doing this, but like the first visit is somebody drives by, films his house. Um, there's a guy who just basically goes to the supermarket, buys the guy's favorite food and energy drinks that he always you know talks about in videos, and just drops it off at his house. Right? which in itself like isn't bullying or anything. I mean, this whole situation um, didn't start that. But the problem is he concentrated more and more on his haters and more and more of his content was just talking about the haters. Where to this day, like if you watch him now, and he, of course he streams more on Twitch these days than he is on YouTube, um, but like... I would say 80%, 95, 80, 90% of his content concerns haters. Even if when he does a let's play and plays a video game and streams that he invariably talks about his haters because, you know, they come by and you hear him in the background. So he has a problem with his house, uh, which is called the Drachenchanze, which is, I guess, uh. Uh, implies you know Hitler's um, command bunker was called the Wolfschanze. Schanze is verschanzen uh, in German means to like fortify yourself. Um, so he has this house in a in a very small community. It's a community in Franconia, uh, Middle Franconia, which is in Bavaria, um, which is in a, in a tiny hamlet where only 40 people live. And there's like a road that goes through the village. Like normal German villages will have this you know highway that goes like. Um, country road that goes through the middle of the village and you know there's, there's a there's a uh, corner in the road and that's where his house is right there's this house right there next to the road uh it's a house several side buildings so he's like you know first of all he's exposed like if you stand on the road you're right next to his house um and the road is public you know property in germany so you can be there even if you're not allowed to be on way his house is but this this entryway is right next to the road um he's in a very small town like hamlet even um and that this is all creates problems that we're going to talk about in a bit here but like anyway so his address is basically out there and he keeps like instead of doing videos about i don't know what he loves metal you know standing with his sword in the forest or whatever he did before he started concentrating completely on the haters, um, he just keeps talking about them and he keeps baiting them. And he, of course, he talks about them. And then in the videos where he talks about them, he insults them. He uh, can't pronounce words. So people hate on those videos. And it's like this, um, this, this vicious cycle. So people start visiting him and they start basically standing across the road from his house and shout insults. And instead of ignoring him, he comes out of his house and then starts shouting at them. And in some cases, there's physical altercations. He calls the police, you know, and it gets worse and worse. And so the problem is at some point he starts streaming on you now and people watch his stream. And then there's like haters in the background shouting at him and he gets mad. So like it's the cycle of the trolls actually seeing live how other trolls actually manage to completely unhinge the guy and they're like, this is great troll fodder. And it just explodes from there. But also, it's not that simple because he, he likes to portray it in a way that he posted his address on the internet once and that was the problem, but that's not the case. So this was in, I think, 2014. Um, and then to until 2015, like nobody visits his house and then it starts coming up but like in 2016 there's a period where he doesn't have any power um because he had so much debt that the power company actually cuts off his power in germany it's really hard to do because we have a basically power is considered like water an existential right so even if you don't pay your power bill like you'd have to rack up hundreds th- uh, tens of thousands of euros until they cut off your power bill um it is rumored that at this point he had about sixty thousand euros in debt to the power company so they cut off his power so he didn't have power for a while and he needed money um i don't know if it was because of that but so he started actually inviting people to his house um well there was an incident where he actually invited people to his house to have a party um this was even before that and they were actually haters and he knew and he invited them and was hanging out with them in his like um barn And then at some point like they ran out of something. He actually went to the service station and left the people there. And they went like in his house and documented everything because like his house is like completely falling apart because he like, even in the beginning he didn't have his life under control. Like the house looked like a fucking uh, ruin and it's getting worse and worse and worse. But like they were taking photos. (laughs) They were playing like a hater song on the guitar while he was gone filming himself on his guitar, uh, filming themselves. Um, so you know he invited people to his house later on he invited people uh for poster signings he had posters and very early on he had like signature like um autograph cards and shit like that even though he had like four fans um i don't know hubris no idea um but like he actually invited people to his house and posted his address once again and said you know, come to my house we'll have a poster signing and obviously people turned up who didn't like him either as well and then it all escalated. Um, and um, it it escalates so much that on the 20th of August, 2018, my birthday for some reason, um, there was the so-called Schunzenfest where up to 400 people turned up at this place. And the police had actually sent 200 of them away and, you know, basically cite them and whatever. And there was hundreds of police there. We're talking about a 40-inhabitant hamlet where 400 people turn up. Just just imagine that. And they're just standing in front of his house shouting, drinking beer, uh, and having a party. Um, it just escalated quite a lot. Um, Um, Hendrik says uh, in chat I think people find reason to justify the actions but one must also see that the Drachenlord was exposed to psychological terror for years. Yeah. Um I mean that's I'm going to talk about this later this is still like the history bit but like the thing we need to consider is yes he has um but he's also baited it continuously. Right? I have because I've been bullied badly myself, I know how bad of a feeling it is, not as bad as he has. Uh, But also, so I was in school. If I had had the possibility to go into another, um, you know, go into another class or like to another school, I would have in a second done that. All I wanted was getting out of that situation. I wanted to get away from those people. And I eventually did. Eventually I spent a year... Um, So I was bullied all through like till grade 11 Um, and then I went a year to Australia and I realized it changed my life. Um, I realized how nice people can be, how school can be fun, um, how you can be uh, actually liked um, for the person you are. And that's how I, That's where I learned, basically, when I came back, I learned that, you know, bullying is just words and stuff that all, like, crystallized over the following years. But, like, I came back and I was completely okay. Like, even the – they could have put me right back in the same situation with those people that bullied me. And after that year in Australia where I was special and everybody liked me, I was the German exchange student, you know, and I started to get self-confidence, um, I would have been completely okay. I would have just ignored them. So, while I understand that bullying is really bad, what I don't understand is how you're in a situation where, like, he can probably not at this this point, but he could have stopped it. He could have just, if he just ignored the people, it would have stopped. And at some some point, you must think, if like 10 people turned up on my house, my house, I would have thought, okay, we need to change something here. Um, But he went in a direction where he's like, if I change what I'm doing, they win. Which I can understand. I understand that impulse. But at some point you have to think about that and think about how that, like, yes, he has been exposed to psychological terror for years, but he's also maneuvered himself into the situation. Um, There are several other YouTubers, even in Germany, who... um, basically became big because they were, I don't know, fat and not very intelligent and people made fun of them. And several of those people, some of them stopped being on YouTube and they've turned around their life and they're now very happy. And some other people stayed on YouTube and they became very successful um, just by ignoring the haters, still doing what they wanted to do, the way they did it and engaging with the people who were lighthearted and had fun with them. Right. It's the same. You can see this in every Twitch chat um, with streamers that getting bigger um, where they're like dead. You know, you learn to engage with the people um, who like you can see the same um, dynamic that has happened in in, in dort's life. Um, you can see that happening small, in, like, Twitch chat with, like, smaller streamers. I mean, the bigger streamers have learned it, right? So that's how they became big. But, like, when you get bigger, you have, you get haters. And you can see the streamers who are doing it wrong, who are engaging with the haters. And so that makes the haters hate more. And then it just spirals out of control. You just have to ignore them. And you have to engage with the people who like what you're doing. Like, anything else, it's a, it's an understandable impulse. I think emotionally, but at some point you have to like like Drachenlord story shows what happens if you do, if you keep engaging with these people. Um you give them what they want continuously. So they don't go away. They they become more and more and more. And I think, yes, he kinda says, Okay, if I change what I'm doing, they have one. Um, but in the other on the other hand, that is just, you know. I don't know how would you how would you call that? It's just, just like um idealism? It's not like if you analyze your situation in reality you see that what you're doing is not fun for you. Right? So it's like um what would you rather want uh you know maybe give up some of your pride where you like actually had to change or just like live in the spiral for like ever? And And that's what he's doing anyway, so it got worse and worse. People turned up at this house in in the, in the hundreds um, at some point and and at this point, like you know there are several visitors each day. Uh, people turn up at night. uh people disturb the neighborhood with loud noises. um they throw things at his house, um you know uh, paint and eggs and shit. Um, but also because he constantly keeps coming out of the house. So there's people standing on the other side of the road, which you're allowed to do in Germany, and uh, shout at his house. And they shout, Reiner, Reiner, come out! And he's like, fucking, he comes out and starts shouting at them. Um, so I have an example of what this sounds like. Um, so they're very different people. They're obviously, like, very malicious people. They're people who, who are doing... Um, illegal things and they have people there people have been convicted for doing sh- you know destroying his house and you know destroying his property and, and there are people um who are like this who uh, you know they're basically just sarcastic they're shouting at him he he comes out he insults them very very badly and they're just being sarcastic so this is what it sounds like you might you might from 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 Mr Winkler you might be able to pick up some uh, very very spicy uh swear words in this
1: ach Rainer, wir sind doch ganz friedlich ich winkler Jawohl, Rainer. reiner richtig du angebe wir sind doch keine angeber wir gehen uns daran und not dir direkt rein wir sind doch kunstschafter des redens wir sind kunstschafter des friedens Ein Haufen Müll von Kindergarten aufgezogen und nirgendwo irgendwas erlebt. Wo lernt man denn so Du bist so ein dreckiger, verfickter, asozialer Spast. Und hast hier einen Scheiß zu suchen mit deiner Kacke. Was denn? Wir wollten dich noch auszeichnen für deine halten, harte Huxer. Arbeit. und. wollten Maul halten. Aber Reiner... Hast dir kein Recht und kein Aber und kein Reiner schon gleich gar nichts. Reiner, komm. Heißt, Herr Winkler, du was? Hurensohn. Mein Name bedeutet mehr als deine ganze Existenz, die deiner Familie Und sämtliche Menschen, die dich, erbärmlichen ja, Wichser, kennen! Hast du aber gut hingekriegt, halt, was dein Erbe Hör angeht. Also, alle Ordnung. Du brauchst genau 20 Sekunden, bis ich reingehe, mein Schlüssel holt, rauskommt und dir den Schädel spaltet. 20 Sekunden! Halt, halt, halt. Kannst du bis 20 halt, zählen? Halt, halt, halt. Kannst du? Halt auf.
2: Halt, halt.
0: I mean, they're clearly tormenting him, but on the other hand, they're just being sarcastic. Like, if you have guys like that to defuse the situation, you could just not yell at them. And they'd probably go away after 10 minutes. Like, if he didn't come out of his house, they'd go away. Like, these guys are not the guys who are throwing things at his house. And you can also see the the other part of this situation is that the people living around him are being tormented, right? And largely by him yelling. Uh, that is by far the, like okay, some people come there in the middle of the night and then they um, put like music on in their car or whatever. Um, but yeah, in that case, you can call the police, um, and they always turn up there as well. It just takes a while um, because he lives in the middle of fucking nowhere. Uh, but he calls the police, like, four or five times a day. Um, but, you know, he's also, like, the the whole village just fucking uh, can't take it anymore. Right? Uh, did, uh, and it's, again, this is like, um, there's two sides of the coin. There are people who are coming there who really, really, like, this. want to destroy his property, want to really take, um, you know um really really make trouble and then there's basically these people just walk by and sometimes there's now he has a he has a camera on his uh um surveillance system now on his house but it's like it covers the road he also films the road which legally he's not allowed to do in germany he's allowed to film his own property but okay um you know i can understand in his situation but like sometimes there's just people on who drive by on a bicycle, who ride by on a bicycle, who are probably not even involved, um, who see his house, which looks like fucking dressed after the war, like literally. Um, By this time, it doesn't have any windows anymore. It's like, it, it looks like, I mean, part of it is the haters who like been throwing stuff in his windows, but the other part is like, it's just been falling apart like you know he inherited this house with like a dog uh, with like a cats and a horse and chickens and pigeons and they all died because he basically didn't feed them uh, <laughs> the horse had to be taken care of by the neighbors and all this kind of stuff so it, you know it was it was turning into ruin before the haters turned up of course they made it worse but you know this is just people stopping because that house they just cycling past that house looks like weird and this guy comes out and starts shouting at them uh, you know and um, it's just like uh, I understand this impulse I understand this impulse he's fucked off these people keep doing this all the time so he just yells at everybody and wants to fucking destroy everybody um, but at the end of the day when I understand the impulse at the end of the day you have to have some some self reflection and realize that a large part of this problem is also you, um, and um, while we're talking about this, of course, this is also a privacy issue. It's is an issue of his privacy, um, but like, I mean, there's several ways he could have diffused that. Like, if he had just moved, for example, let's say he had moved from this little fucking hamlet in this house he lives you know where there's like the next police station is like 20 minutes by car to the middle of hamburg where lots of other youtubers live you know into some some place in hamburg you know hamburg hamburg fucking police isn't gonna gonna allow people turning up at your house, standing on the other, like if they live in, you know, more people live around you, they'll just go mad. And Hamburg police, we know what they do. Like with the G20 demonstrate, you know, they're very, um, uh, they have a lot of training every year when like the, you know, the left anarchists, uh, start their thing where they like burn everything to the ground. You know, they're, they're very, 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 uh, stringent and just, you know, taking care of that shit. So if we lived in a place like that, this situation would never have developed like this. Or like in Düsseldorf, you know, where I live, if there were people outside my window standing there at all times of day, you know how many neighbors would fucking... You know what the, the police would fucking just like... I mean, it's limited to what they can do. That's why it's a privacy issue versus like a public issue, right? If you're on a public road and stuff. But I mean... In, in his case the police has tried a lot of stuff they have actually you're not allowed to drink uh, there's like a zone where you actually can't gather um you know they can actually um usually you have a thing called Platzverweis if you're somewhere where you're not supposed to be the police can like ticket you and you're not allowed to go back uh, for a week but in his case like that whole area is like there's like a zone now where that counts for three years so if you've been ticketed and you come back within three years and they ticket you again. I think it's actually a felony. Um the people have been uh, convicted. Um yeah, I mean uh a says some people, some of the haters actually painted swastikas on the grave of his father. The people did horrible things to him. I'm not like I'm not trying to do that, right? Like I'm not trying to say that doesn't happen. Um horrible, horrible things. But like people have been convicted for some of these things. And by far, not all the people that turn up to his house are these kind of people, right? Um, a lot of these people are really. There's like there's like an interesting thing where a lot of them are students, and he keeps shouting, "What are you fucking? Why are you so dumb? You're a fucking students, and they're just bored kids." I think. Um, I mean, I don't understand those people, um, so. But, like, on the other hand, he says some incredibly dumb and tasteless things in his videos. Uh, you know, I can understand why people are mad at the guy. I, c- I cannot understand turning up at his house because of that. Like, I can understand going there just to see... What, because it's a social phenomenon at this point, right? I, I can understand going there because, I mean, his house has been put into, like, flight simulator. There's, like, a CSGO map. And, like, I can understand as a social, like, internet phenomenon going there and seeing it once. And he comes out yelling at you and you're just, okay, I'm out of here um, before the police comes. Um, but, you know, I don't understand any of the hateful stuff. Um, but it's also actually painting swastikas and something would actually be that would actually be un categorically be hate speech actually under the german even under the old hate speech laws but you know i don't think they did that because they're actually nazis i think they did it because they knew it would wind him up to no end um and he always gives people what they want so i'm going to play another thing this is um this is from one of his live streams where this is actually painful to listen to so just be aware Uh, probably grab a drink beforehand i'm gonna i'm gonna have some more beer because it's actually very painful so this is this is what like you can hear even if you don't understand german which i even i'll stop understanding it at some point where he's just like (sighs) incoherent and his accent takes over um he uh you can see how he falls apart and he, and also be aware this is quite low at the beginning. And then he, at some point without warning, I'm probably going to pause it before he starts shouting. So don't freak yourself, especially if you're listening to this on your commute and in your car, whatever, like, don't like be prepared. Um, But I just want to show you how, like how, how he falls apart and how it is, it is hard to listen to and you feel sympathy for him. Um, But also, Listen to this in the aspect of like you know trolls and haters and how that is exactly what they want. He gives them on a regular basis in live streams exactly what they want, which is
1: which is this. sind, was ist dann die Polizei He also
0: very very badly insults the police in this, and he keeps doing this, and I think that also doesn't help his case, especially with the police. You know, when you get when when your job, uh, when you're in a little town in Bavaria and uh, you uh, I mean, like 50 percent of your job is just turning up to this one guy's house that will already tax your nerves. If he then calls you lazy and fat and dumb and you're not doing your job and he's actually been convicted for that uh, uh, again and again, um, it doesn't it doesn't help. Why is he insulting the police? I mean, he's frustrated that they don't get there fast enough, but he lives in the middle of fucking nowhere. The police is the only people on his side, pretty much. Well, and some Spiegel-Columnists. we talk about that later. But, like, I don't get that. Anyway, I'm going to play that again.
1: (laughs) Angeblich sind Zivilkräfte von meinem Haus. Wenn es Zivilkräfte sind, was ist dann die Polizei, Alter? Die Bullen unternehmen einen Scheiß gegen diese Idioten. Wofür zahle ich eigentlich meine verfickten Steuern?
0: He also interestingly mentions that he's paying taxes. And why is he doing that? um, Which is interesting because uh, as far as we know, uh, he's not paying taxes. He should be, but like um, in a recent court case, that was the thing that was in the news. His um, probation agent actually mentioned that they tried the probation organization like the government people were trying to tell him explain to him that if he's a youtuber his taxes are not paid by youtube in the u.s and he needs to pay taxes in germany which he apparently doesn't do and he makes i don't know uh between three and six thousand euros uh, a month on youtube and probably a lot more on twitch i don't know
1: nichts ist ich überhaupt noch bei denen anrufe
0: okay now it'll get loud now you'll hear some people shouting in the background he's sitting on his sofa streaming people shouting in the background and he will get very loud so just be aware of that
1: Wenn die keinen Bock auf ihren Job haben, sollen sie sich dann anderen suchen. Warum ich gerade so extrem
0: angepisst bin,
1: ist, dass ich überhaupt nicht mehr schokolieren will.
2: HALT
1: Jeder, der sich fragt, warum ich nicht aufhöre, das ist es wert. Aber jeder andere, der so angegriffen wird, der dass man was kann.
2: Wir das besiegen! Ihr habt's nicht auf! Ihr seid nichts!
0: Außer Schüsse!
1: Ja! Renn, ihr feigen, ihr Leute! Bevor ihr are Ihr past Bastarde!
0: So that, I think that's very painful to listen to because you can, I mean, you can tell he's in pain. You you can, you can tell the, the terror he's been going through for years. Um, but at the same point that, you know, he's doing that in live stream. He's giving these people exactly what they want. They will never stop. um, yeah sorry about (laughs) Hendrik says in chat sorry about you guys I gave you fair warning I said he's gonna get loud the guy uh, you know has good lungs well at least when he's shouting Um, yeah so it's been escalating Um, he actually you know he kept uh, hitting people who you know he actually came out of his um, of his you know he went onto the road the public road and then hit people he hit a, th- a guy in a car destroyed the window threw bricks at the car insulted the police so uh some time ago i think a year or so ago or two he was actually convicted uh for um what is it uh, aggravated assault i think and he he was put on probation um Now, he kept doing that, um, and there was a recent court case, which is why it's in the news This like two weeks ago, um, where he was convicted again. Um, And the judge in that case actually said that uh, he was actually uh, assaulting people a month after the first conviction, and that that made them very mad, the judge. Um, So in Germany, um, if you do something like this and you've never... You know, even anything up to generally manslaughter. Like sometimes it's the case even with rape, uh, which is problematic. But um, if you get convicted and you've never been, you've never had anything on your record before. Usually in Germany, you'll get probation. So the time. Uh, that you would spend in jail will be probation time and you will have to report to probation officer and you have to, you know, that'll help you get your life back in order. And if, if you don't do anything illegal in that time, it's all good. If you do, you probably go immediately back to jail. I don't know why he went back, didn't go back to jail, even though that was after this. It must have been in his probation period. I don't understand that. But the thing is, he now got convicted for aggravated assault again um, because he kept hitting other people again and he insulted the police and other stuff. Well, that's not, you know, that's insulting, but like it was all bundled together. Um, but in Germany, um, if you if you get convicted f- for the same crime twice, um, you actually never really, the second time you don't get probation. So he was sentenced two weeks ago, I think, or a bit, about a week ago uh, for two years in prison. Um, the uh, state's attorney wanted 2.6 and appealed this ruling. So it's not, uh, as we say in German, rechtskräftig. It's not enforceable. His attorney also appealed. Uh, but it's generally seen as a risky move. It is So in a few months there'll be another case at a higher court. Uh, And it seems likely that he will be convicted again and maybe get more than two years. Uh, It's very likely that he will go to jail. Uh, and, And I think at that point, the case will not be, he will not be able to appeal again and the case will be enforceable and he'll have to go to jail for two years or whatever, whatever he'll get. Now, it is, people are saying like, why does he have to go to jail? Why don't the people... That are tormenting have to go to jail. Some of them have were convicted for like entering his properties. Uh, some actually went to jail. Um Problem is often they, you know they yell at him. They maybe insult him which isn't even a felony, I think, uh, generally. Uh they you know, they insult him, he comes out of his gate and fucking Starts hitting them. It's not like that they hit them him first. So it's you know from the point of the law, it's quite quite understandable. Now this puts uh, the 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 haters, the people bullying him, at an advantage. But you know that's how the law works. Um, so he, some of them actually broke into his property, and you know even in Germany, then you can't just hit people to defend you. You basically have to. Uh, you have to be in danger. Your property or your life has to be in danger and then you can defend yourself and then you probably get off. Um, But even if that was the case when people entered his property, in his case, um, it would be hard to get off based on that because basically he keeps provoking them. And it's very easy to prove that he provokes people because he puts it on video on the internet. So, you know, if he says, come to my house, I'll beat you up. And then somebody turns up on the other side of the road. And he says, you know, come in here. Um, you don't, you're not man enough to come in here and face me. And the guy comes in and then he beats him up. Um, and then he says, my life was in danger. And then any judge will say, dude, you just invited this guy over. <laughs> you can't really. I uh, also hear he didn't have a weapon. And uh, it looks like you're fucking beating him up. So uh, I'm, I'm in a mind to convict you. Um, so, the, the, you know, from the law situation, is quite understandable. Um, now, there have been... Why am I talking about this? Mostly, I mean, it's an interesting story, I think. Um, also, oh, one thing I didn't mention. Uh, this guy, Rainer Winkler, uh, Drachenlord, is considered to be the first guy to be swatted in Germany. Um, he was in air quotes, swatted twice. In Germany, you can't really... SWAT people because if you call the German police they're not going to send the SEK the Zona Einsatzkommando which is our um equivalent of a SWAT team just out and they kick your door in they, you know they'd send normal police even if you say oh they're fucking terrorists and they're shooting with the Kalashnikov they'll just send some the sak gets ready and they're probably on the way but you know some normal police will turn up first and they're like there's nobody shooting with an ak here right and they just don't beat your door in uh what somebody did was actually called a fire brigade and they were about to kick his door in um so that was generally considered to be the first swatting in germany um But anyway, now, why am I talking about this? A lot of people are using this and saying, look, we need to reform hate speech laws. This is hate speech. This is cyberbullying, or as we call it in Germany, mobbing. It's kind of like uh, handy. It's an English term, but we use it differently because we are morons. Um, Cyberbullying. And uh, there has been a a very um, much discussed column By uh, Sasha Lobo in uh, the Spiegel recently, where he, you know, when Drachenlord was convicted, he wrote a column. I'm linking it, uh, private Sitzender Press links in the show notes. If you read German and you want to read it, Sasha Lobo is a well known um, tech columnist. Uh, You might have, even if you're not in Germany, seen his, he's very uh, recognizable. He has a red mohawk. I don't have anything personal against the guy but pretty much anything i've read from him in the last five years uh, i've disagreed actually interesting before i knew he wrote that column i wrote a column uh which was published yesterday actually in the Zeitung, which is a small newspaper in northern germany um i wrote a column about the drachenlord where i said you know i don't understand why germany's uh, why journalists are going in in German country are going um Uh, oh, the internet is spilling into real life. You know, this is all bad. We can't understand why this is happening. And my point was basically the internet is real life. Anything you're doing, your taxes, anything, ordering food ordering a tech you do everything you, you know you don't talk to like your, your opinion is in the social network anything you do these days is probably also in the internet you can't digital and like your analog life you can't tell that apart that is one thing these days so if you invite people to your home on the internet of course they turn up that was my take uh Lobo's case uh Lobo's take was uh, this is horrible it's a martyrium the poor guy Um, he's just been tormented um, for no reason he posted his address once where I think he just you know I think it's clear Lobo didn't do enough research on this Uh, he didn't like me watch like about 40 hours of the fucking guy's streams um, where you get a very clear picture that he's not just a youtuber and streamer who creates content and then has haters his whole content for years has been the haters Right, That's how he gets his audience. So it's a bit more complicated. But anyway, Lobo's like, oh, the German state isn't doing enough. So this is opening a discussion where they're like, it's hate speech, cyber mobbing, we need laws against this. And, well, I want to discuss this now. Um, I will want, now want to go from this, you know, I've told you know, what happens, I want to now go into discussion what I think this means for society um, I got some links. There's a German website called Drachenchronik, which has pretty much all of his videos. Uh, also the ones he deleted, they're archived. Um, it's a chronology of what happened. The people who visited him. It's, it's very good material. If you actually want to, you know, in the spirit, I mean, lots of this is obviously German, so I can't help that. But in the spirit of this show, if you can read that, if you're German, you know, don't just believe what somebody says on the internet, including me. Go there, you know, create your own picture you know read it for yourself think for yourself that's what this podcast is for i'm just gonna say do i'm totally do that but if you don't want to which i can understand because i've watched 40 hours or whatever over the last week of this guy's streams and commentary and shit on top of that and old videos of him it's probably better for your brain if you don't <laughs> so uh yeah uh, you can believe me and my judgment, or you can look it up for yourself. It's it's up to you. I, I totally um, support you in uh, doing your own research and uh, disagreeing with me. The important thing is doing your own research and coming to your own conclusion based on good information and not on a gut feeling, I think, like Zasha uh, Lobo did. <laughs> I mean it's easy to see where that gut feeling comes from the guy is a nice guy he's like he's even i even like his voice and i like it i think it's really funny like the little things he does where he like he pronounces things weirdly where he doesn't say hagabuddha he's or hagabuddha, he says Haga I don't know if it's his fucking accent or if he can't read the word properly or I don't know what it is but it's kind of endearing I kind of like the guy but then he gets like this these He's just, they're not even rants. He just gets angry and shouts at everybody. And you're like, I understand you're in pain, but this is not the way, this is not the way. Um, So yeah, so the question essentially is, somebody is being bullied on the internet. I understand that. And we have to do whatever we can against that. Um, but we can't just forbid people from walking down a public road in some small Bavarian village because people legitimately might just want to walk down that road. Um, There's two, you know, so there's two sides to this. At which point does somebody who's mercilessly being bullied who keeps reinforcing that dynamic and shows no absolutely no willingness or even understanding of the cycle he's in and no willingness to wanting to break out of that. At at which point is he like, I don't know, I don't know if he's responsible, but he's, he's definitely part of the problem and he's creating a problem, not only for himself, but for all the people who live around him. So one of the things, for example, I mean, where Sasha Lobo says that the state is not doing enough to solve this. Um, I vehemently disagree. The police comes whenever he calls them. Um, and as part of this recent court case, um, his strategy to get out of that. So the court said the first time he needs to change his behavior. He needs to stop baiting the haters. And he didn't. Um, but at court, he and his attorney said, um, he's going to change his life. He sold his house. It's going to, because like a big part, I th- I th- a big motivation, I think by the court to actually go lock him up. It's not only him, but the trouble he's causing for the whole community, right? And that only goes away if he wa- goes away. Anyway, so he was preparing this deal or whatever. He was trying to show how he changed his life. And one of the things was he's, he was so, going to sell, sell, sell his house and his plan is he's not going to live anywhere gonna have a postal address but then he's gonna go van life you know he goes to hamburg and lives in a hotel or his van and then he makes a video and only uploads it when he's already gone uh, and in another city so uh the haters can't find him um he's still speaking a dialect not with an accent although it almost it's not german anymore i mean it's a dialect but like uh I don't know. It's hard to tell. I don't even know if it's a fucking dialect or if you just can't talk. It's weird. Let's not get into linguistic debates. All right. Um, Yeah. So, uh, but the interesting bit about this is, um, I mean, his house is fucking ruined. Can't sell that to anybody. I was like, who bought his house? And it actually came out in the court case that the community he lives in, you know, uh, bought his house. They bought his house. The house is worth nothing. I mean the, the house is is worth minus money because you'll have to demolish it and probably salt the earth. I mean it looks bad. If you wanna you know if you wanna look up Drachenschanze on the internet um it looks really bad. Maybe I should should put the picture in the show notes. Um I think we can actually just gonna look one up and then I'll put it in the show notes after I do this. And um, somebody designed a Lego set on like BrickLink. It's in Second Life their models. Um I was gonna have to find a a picture that shows the one building that is also actually falling apart. Um well I'm gonna I'm gonna put a good picture in the show notes. So just that you see what it looks like um yeah it's it's worth nothing i mean the the real estate is worth money and whatever but like basically the i think the um the council bought it uh to to get him to move because like his neighbors are going mad you know and they actually complain to the police of course because he's shouting loudly he also plays loud music when he streams and stuff and he just does doesn't give a crap everything's falling apart I mean being his neighbor must be almost as much a nightmare as being bullied is for him I would think Um, so I mean the state is doing things Um, nobody else would have bought his house he would never have probably moved out on his own accord Um, it is it is an interesting situation also if you consider That if people people like Lobo, who basically uh, strongly point in the direction that we need to change the laws, I would say, you know, this is a very peculiar case, and it's one case. And the question is, do we want to impact all of our rights that everybody has, like for this guy, who no matter how much sympathy, sympathy you have for him, and no matter how much what the fucking haters is doing is horrible, and they probably should go to jail, uh, or at least some of them, um, it's a very peculiar situation, because everybody else would have just fucking moved, or stopped vid- making videos, or just fucking stopped provoking the guys, right? Um, I mean, it, you can see that like the it wasn't like people started throwing shit at his house. People started turning up, you know, with a beer in hand on the other side of the road, shouting at him. He came out. Like, it escalated. It escalated again and again. It got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. Like a spiral of fucking misery. And while I can see why... I, I mean, I can cannot understand from a personal perspective what he did, but I can, like, intellectually understand it, right? I can understand the impulse, and I can st- understand being that emotional where you just can't think clearly, and you're doing it over years. Um, but I think it should not... Um, Set social process. Like if there's a guy on the other side of the house yelling your name. So the guy you, you heard in that one clip, you know, where he's basically saying, We are we are uh, rep- repres- representatives of peace. And he you know he calls him Raina, then the guy goes, My name is Winkler. You know, you just my last name, you can't uh like the guy is being sarcastic, but like how like if you cl- how will you? How can you make that like a, a policy or a law where like that guy, like wh- what about what he did? That guy did is three Like that he turns up at the guy's house. Like he could be a fan wanting to visit. He also had fans visiting. He has fans. He has people sending him money. That's what he lives for. He's people sending him food, bringing food. Like how? That's not a thing. The law. Can, can like if if you can can agitate somebody just by you know being in his presence and calling his name that's a del- like how can you outlaw that i i i don't understand i don't understand what people want to do like and uh, there's so many behaviors right so you know baiting the guy a, a, a woman, a woman, like, so he started uploading videos of himself masturbating on Pornhub under his real name. And so a woman contacted him and said, He's hot. And then they had this whole month long thing. And uh, she basically baited him, or catfished, or whatever you call it. And uh, it ended with she wanting to visit him and, like, two guys. Uh, running up and one guy uh throwing coke over him and the other guy throwing flour over him. And uh, and you know, why why I can see like that's an assault or whatever, you can prosecute that, it's not really bad, but yeah. But like the other guy, the other thing where like she's pretending to uh love him and have a relationship with him like over WhatsApp or whatever, like. And messing with him emotionally, how can you make that illegal? Right? Lots of people do similar things as revenge in, like, relationships, and especially teenagers and drama and shit. Like, you can't, like... I mean, the poor guy. Yes. But, like, you you can't make that illegal just because... Let's be completely blunt here, because that one guy is that dumb. That this shit... Happen keeps happening. It's not the only time. Like, there's been leaks of, like, his fucking... Because he leaks his own, like, WhatsApp chats sometimes. And there's, like, leaks of him, like, having three... They call him in the game. They call them Bärchen. Because the first woman who did this name just was Erdbärchen. Uh He has, like, three girls or people pretending to be girls. Like... Catfishing him at the same time. At at what point do you like? Do you realize that you can't like? I don't know. Can't have these kind of relationships anymore over the internet because everybody's just fucking out to get you. Um, uh, terrestrial Sims as well as his father's house uh, where he probably grew up. I wouldn't like to sell that. G- good point. It is his father's house. He grew up. He said that. But like it's a fucking ruin, and he can't maintain it, right? He, like even if with people throwing shit at it, it was like before the first guy visited. Like the very first visit is just somebody posting pictures in a forum of his house and going, "I just went there." Like this was a over a year after he post, he said the address in this video. He says, "I just went there. Look at the rubbish piled up, and in a what? Like you can see like the paint." Peeling off the wall, like the house was was dilapidated even before the first person came there, like the first hater or whatever you want to call a visitor. It's um, and he just like you do actually you do some research into this and you just go down the fucking rabbit hole. I mean, I've seen things I didn't want to see. Right? You go like, all right, so the guy did the video. ...on some... ...like triple X site... ...that doesn't... ...that was before I was on porn... It probably doesn't exist anymore... ...and... Uh, ...there's a video of him... ...and it's not faked... ...where he's naked... ...and he talks about his... Uh, ...sex doll... ...and then he proceeds... ...to fuck his sex doll... ...in several... Um, ...positions... ...and talks dirty to it... ...and I think... It's serious, it's not self irony it's a it's a very corpulent, naked guy have having sex with a sex doll and you're like, this is at a point where he had like everybody hated him already. Why are you doing that? Why are you uploading that to the internet like what is it's not even self irony it's like are you are you do you want to hurt yourself? Right? With all, all the sympathy, this is like where my brain just goes. I have a lot of empathy. People might not realize that. But ask anybody you know. Uh, I have like a lot of empathy. I actually can't, like a lot of things I can't see, like blood or people getting hurt. Uh, I actually can't, like I I get like, I feel pain when I watch that in movies. Um, like really as, as to some point I can't watch it, like I can't watch like operations and shit because I'm like, like my, my, my imagination just goes wild and then my body just imagines that would be happening to me. Um, so I have a lot of empathy and I have a lot of empathy with the guy, but at that point I was just my, I just go, sorry, I'm out. I can't like, I can't, I don't understand why you did this. I don't I went I went deep literally I went deep like that's that's what happens when I do research I literally sit there at three in the morning watching this shit um, I, and I can guarantee you that Sasha Lobo has not watched that video you know no king shaming like seriously Seriously, I don't, you know, if you want to film yourself having sex with a sex doll and upload that to the internet, I'm all for that. I'm the one who said, you know, I don't want to censor any of this. Uh, I don't want no porn censorship. If it's consenting adults, do whatever you want, because I'm not forced to watch it. I watched that of my own volition because I did research for this episode <laughs> um, because I was interested. But, like, I can't complain. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. If you want to do that, do... Whatever, feel free But you can't do that When, like, what I don't understand And what I don't approve of Is doing that When you already have a history Of people fucking bullying you And you've been complaining for that for years And then you do that And then you complain When when people see the video And fucking, like, make memes with it You posted it on the fucking public internet what did you expect was gonna happen right i'm i i whatever your kink is if that's your kink fucking do it but don't go complaining afterwards i just i just can't i just can't fathom that anyway that is the story of the drachenlord and um yeah i think it's gonna if I don't know what's going to happen. He's probably going to go to jail. I'm going to keep you updated on that if that happens. Um, but I feel there's an interesting discussion there, a discussion that is not ha- not had enough, where people are like, oh, this is all hate speech, and we need stricter laws, and we need... I don't know. Maybe we need... I think we need better education. I think I don't have kids, um, but I think uh, we need to teach kids that. Actually, if I was a teacher... Um, I would use, especially in Germany, I would use this. I don't know, don't matter what subject. I would just go off the reservation on this, and I would go, you know, with children that are old enough. Uh, I would go, we need to like, I would, I wouldn't show them the fucking sex doll video, right? But I would go and we would say we're gonna do uh, an hour or whatever on this guy um, and on his history, and we're gonna, I'm gonna explain to you what not to do on the internet be yourself do whatever you want be prepared for people who don't like that and fucking ignore them or think about when you're engaging them it's okay to engage them sometimes you know I I feel I feel it's, it's perfectly normal to troll a troll sometimes but the thing you have to you have to look out for is if you're doing that are you getting angry? Are you hurting inside? Because if that is happening, the troll is winning. And then you have to distance yourself from that. You have to go, no, I'm not going to do that. And I mean, I've been in, not this situation, but I've been in situations in the past, I've I've cut myself off um, purposefully from Twitter. Um, there was a point, you know, I'm a journalist, I write stuff, I post about it on Twitter, um, where people were commenting excessively and getting into fights with me because, you know, I'm a confrontational guy, a little bit like a Herr Winkler, which is not as bad, um, and getting into fights with me about stuff I wrote, which is okay. But I, I was like, I was realizing I was spending an inordinate amount of my time on my phone on Twitter and i don't want to cut myself off from feedback so i didn't do a thing that a lot of other journalists did and other people that were like i'm deleting my twitter account i can't do that because you know i need to do research i need to contact people i want that feedback i just don't want to waste my time to that extent and to like it, i was getting a lot of negative emotions from it which i'm okay with to some extent but then i was like this isn't worth it so what i did is i just deleted the twitter app of my phone Right, and I have, I closed that browser tab that was always open that had Twitter in it. And now I only go there if I have to do research. I go for, you know, when I want to. And I purposely close that tab sometimes. And I'm going, I wrote something that this guy whos who doesn't like it, who's engaging with me, who is um, trying to wind me up maybe, and I, I go, you know, whatever. I reply to you three times. It's enough now. I'm not going to spend a significant percentage of my day engaging with these people because it doesn't help. Uh, the only thing they want to do is like mess you up. And now sometimes I'm, I I play with them. You know, they say something. I send I send them a, a Becky Lynch gift. They say something. I send them another Becky Lynch gift. I've got a lot of lot of Becky Lynch gifts. <laughs> um, you know just play play with them but i'm no i'm doing it like i've kind of analyzed myself and i think that's a it's a healthy thing to do i think we need more 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 of that uh less laws and more basically common sense just teach people probably in school um you no know, teach them how, oh, i've got people from my windows maybe they are haters <laughs> um Uh, Loud enough. Um, I got, you know, I got, like, teach people that learning the thing that I learned uh, the hard way, that words can't hurt you if, if you don't let them. That's the bottom line. I understand there's psychological things that you can't get through. Maybe you have issues there or something, and maybe you need help. Um, But at the end of the day, um, I think if you, barring any like psychological problems or disorders or whatever, I think anybody can learn this, uh, can learn this. And I'm a very emotional person. So it took me significant time of my life to learn this, but I did in the end and it helps. I think that that's just something that more people need to know. And then it's less likely that they get into situations like this. Um, the hate speech thing. As law, uh, uh, so SLC says, the hate speech thing, as law, it will be too broad and basically disallow criticized politicians and their rich friends. Yeah, for example. Um, or like, see, one thing that, that's, that struck me today while I was thinking about this is the following thing. We talked about the pandemic on the show quite a lot. And you know my opinions on uh, you know, getting vaccinated and basically soft forcing people to to get vaccinated. But like one so I'm I'm reading like two things this morning in a lot of news stories. I'm reading a lot about like Drachenlord and hate speech and um and how horrible that is. And I'm I'm reading op eds in newspapers we like, oh, the time is up for those filthy people who don't want to get vaccinated. Like the state isn't pressuring them enough, and we need to fucking basically force them to get vaccinated. I'm like, how is that not hate speech? Right? How is an editor in a newspaper writing exactly? How is that not hate speech? If somebody doesn't want to get vaccinated, it's they're like their personal fucking. Tr- what? Like, what do you like? Oh, they're you know filthy dead or like people went on holiday and now it's like the wave. It's now, They're calling it the tsunami wave now in Germany, which is like, just is going, ah, oh, ah, oh, they're running out of ideas to scare people. Now it's getting ridiculous, but it's like, what, like, how is, how is that not fucking hate speech? Right? If, if what they're doing to Drachenlord is hate speech, like shouting at him and like uh, uh, making fun of him because he's fat and dumb and can't pronounce words how's making fun of blaming people who made the personal t- decision for whatever reason a reason i don't understand either uh to not get vaccinated how's that not HP? like how can you stand up for like guys doing stupid shit on the internet and you're saying well it's that right like lobo goes that's his job like if you take that away it takes job away like, how is it not their right to say I don't want to get vaccinated? How is it then okay if companies go, you can't work here if you're not vaccinated? Like, how, how does that? Like, how do the same people basically say those two things? I don't understand. Like, I fucking hate this hypocrisy. How do people compartmentalize their brain in that in such a way? I, I do not understand. Maybe something's wrong with my brain that I can't do that. I was, I've, I've never been able to do that. Um, I get in. I get seriously like into existential. Like in, in in the past, in my life, I've 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 get- gotten into what I would describe mild existential crises several times, um, where I had like a long-held belief that I was very adamant on, and I realized. Somebody told me or most of the time I realize because people keep telling me of, or I'm reading something and it works worms its way into my brain and I realize shit like do you have like these two beliefs and they're like actually opposed you're actually having double standards like you can't go and say people should do that and then you can help, hold that belief and that makes me like really feel bad and what it makes me do is change my fucking belief and the existential crisis comes from it's something you hold on for your whole life, and it kind of defines you, and you realize it's kind of shit, and you have to change it, and that's painful and it's hard to do, but like I feel you have to. Like one of one of the things specifically that people I don't know, you know, if if they know me and have listened to podcasts from me for a long time is like gun laws. I used to be very very. Uh, like opposed to gun ownership, and I thought guns were basically evil. Um, and I realized that some that was a long held belief for me. Like if you listen to Linux Outlaws back in the day, I talked about this a lot. Um, even though it's not a Linux topic, <laughs> you know, always talking about political things. That's what you get when you study politics. Um, but like at some point, I realized that that isn't compatible with my other beliefs about personal freedoms and, you know, personal rights and that it just doesn't make any sense um, to basically ban a tool. Yeah, that's uh, more deadly than other tools, but at the end of the day, it's a tool. Uh, And that that it doesn't make any sense to be like against personal gun ownership, but like somebody's a hunter and they can have a gun, right? Just because like it's their job or their hobby and they did a test and now they can have a gun and like it's like really weird in germany too so if you're a, if, you, if you're a hunter and uh, you have a Webekar Waffenbesitzkarte uh, so the the uh, you're allowed to have a gun um because of your job or whatever and you have that gun in your home locked up somebody breaks into your home you take your gun and shoot him in the head because he was breaking into your home you're completely within your right Because after German law, you know, you you, you were allowed to own that gun for hunting. Uh, And, uh, you know, well, you have a rifle probably fine, but you always have a sidearm because, you know, um, to to put uh, an injured animal down, you know, you don't use a rifle. So every hunter has has a a pistol Uh, and you shoot that guy in the head and you're okay. You're allowed to shoot that guy because you were allowed to have the gun for some completely other reason, but you're allowed to have the gun and he was breaking into your house, so you were allowed to defend yourself. So why does the hunter who has a gun for, like, some completely other reason, why why, why are they allowed to shoot somebody in their home and I'm not? Like, it, does, it just doesn't make... Does, I mean, it makes sense under the law and the way the law is written. I understand all that, like, uh, intellectually, but, it, like... On, like, a really low-level basis, it doesn't make any fucking... Like, on an actual uh, societal level, it doesn't make any sense, right? And I realized stuff like that at some point. And then I had to change this uh, belief I had about guns being basically evil. And me being me, I went all in and actually went joined the gun club for a while and learned shooting and learned how to deal with guns. And actually realized that a lot of the uh, health beliefs I had were just beliefs that, you know, everybody in Germany has because the press is writing about it that way. And uh, also out of having no knowledge. Germany, when it comes to guns, Germany is a really weird country because we actually have, uh, I think, the second highest gun ownership per capita, like legal guns, uh, after the U.S., but guns are huge taboo and nobody really has guns. But if you actually look like everybody has fucking guns, because hunters have guns, um, people who shoot uh, for sport have guns. And then there's all these like um, tradition clubs everywhere over the countryside, you know, where they have all these festivities uh, once a year. And they're all, they're all, like part of it is being, being um, shooting, shooting at target shooting. And they all have fucking guns. So everybody, like, not in a, in the a city, it's probably less, but, like, in the countryside, everybody has fucking guns. It's just nobody knows about it. So it's a big taboo, and guns are really bad, but, like, actually, a lot of people have them. Which also becomes clear if you look at the murder statistics, and a lot of people in Germany are shot. So if we didn't actually have any guns, uh, you know, where would all that come from? Um, yeah. Anyway, sometimes what I'm trying to say here There might be good reasons for doing something, understandable reasons, emotional reasons sometimes, but sometimes you have to go and re-examine your life choices, and it might be really painful. And I'm not one of the guys who said, okay, Drachenlord, you should have gotten off fucking YouTube. No, YouTube is his fucking life, and it's part of his identity. You should have moved, maybe? Like, at some point you have to... In Germany, there is a saying... Um, Ein Tod musst du sterben. You have to die a death. Like something has to give, right? For me, in this situation, I would have thought something has to give. Okay, I don't want to stop YouTube. I'm going to move. I'm going to do something. I'm going to move to a big city right next to a police headquarters. Right next door. In Hamburg. Nobody's going to come over there and shout at me three o'clock at night. <laughs> Next to the fucking police they get locked up. Everybody, all of them. You know, it's like no, nah, not not locked up, but it'll it would have consequences. Or move somewhere where some politician lives. They're not gonna put up with like guys shouting at a YouTuber. There's gonna be like fucking lockdown laws as uh, quicker than you can can say lockdown law. Um There's something, something's got to give. You can't just, you have to re-examine your life choices at some point. And sometimes it's painful. (sighs) Anyway, um, I've I've ranted enough about this. It's a very interesting story because I can definitely see both sides. I think the guy is I feel with him. I, I really do. He seems to be like a really nice guy who just, Took the wrong turn and just kept going relentlessly, <laughs> and that's also weird because it's something I respect. Like his fucking relentlessness in the face of just utter terror is something to behold. Like I, I honestly respect the guy for that. I respect him a lot more than a lot of other people, um, just because of that, because it's fucking relentless. But you can you can also see it's it's driving him to his grave. Like you can see his The house degrade if you watch if you watch his videos through the years you see his house degrade you see his body degrade you see everything just fucking degrades it's just like the blight of nurgle or something it's horrible Um, anyway i'm gonna gonna talk about um some feedback now i think Interesting topic, though, and you probably disagree with me. So you should also go and send me some feedback. Go to private citizen press, go to the contact link, and uh, talk to me. And if you hate me, send me some hate. But I'm not going to give you my address. I mean, we, you know, if you really want to, we can just move meet in some neutral park in Düsseldorf. Like, if you really want the fist fight. But uh, I have to I have to warn you, I have been training. And I got the blisters on my hand to prove it. <laughs> also, don't come to my house. I have a fucking big knife. That ain't a knife. is a knife, mate. Also, I'm not going to tell you where my house is. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, speaking of feedback, got some feedback from Captain Egghead. Captain Egghead. Uh, can't talk. Uh, See, it's not only you, Rainer. All of us Uh, Captain Egghead says, uh, After listening to episode 92, it occurred to me that I might have used the wrong term when I told some people that I had a very mild case of COVID-19. In a quick search, I was not able to find any clear-cut medical definition, but at least according to the Merriam-Webster Online Dictionary, a linguistic source, COVID-19 can be mild, so it does not necessarily require any medical intervention as FAB has implied. It did have to, I did have two out of the listed symptoms, and I did test positive for the particular virus specified as the cause. So it appears to me that I was not wrong. No, I think you're not wrong. I think I was wrong. Um, see, sometimes you have to admit that you're wrong. That's how you do it, Mr. Drachenlord. Um, yeah, I was too. Um, uh, I was I was um, overexaggerating. Uh, I, I basically I was saying COVID-19 in generally. That's you know, if you actually get seriously sick, that's what you call it. Um But, of course, you can also have, you know, it's a collection of symptoms. And it's, like, not even, like, I think medically very clear, like, how many of the symptoms. There's different, as with anything in medicine and in any other topic, there's different opinions on this. But, yes, you can also have relatively, I mean, I think pneumonia is one of the actual symptoms you have to have to have COVID? If I understand this correctly, but he he uh, quotes something else later on, so I'm gonna get into that. But like, so I had considered like even mild pneumonia, I would consider a serious symptom. But I, I guess you can just have that and just work. I think I guess people had mild pneumonia with just working. You know, when I was at the office back in the day, they had like the flu, whatever. They had some pneumonia. They're just like I'm. <laughs> I'm fine. You know, it also depends on how you take this. I'm a man flu guy. I don't even, it doesn't, you know, I, I just get very, very mild COVID symptoms and I'd be out for two weeks, just moaning, making vlogs of how I basically just died. Um, so, you know, uh, anyway, Captain uh, Neckhat continues. Um, you were right, Captain Neckhat, I was wrong. Uh, by the way, the test results did say SARS-CoV-2. Thank you. Uh, as expected, in the doctor's instruction he referred to corona, which I believe was justified because they were addressing the, to the pa- they were addressed to the patient and corona is the most commonly used term for this disease here. I don't know where Captain had from certainly the same in Germany. Everybody calls it corona drives me mad because it's I mean, I can understand it. It's you know, that's what people call it. It's just the press started doing that and it's it's such a wrong term. Uh, because not only does it just literally mean crown in in spanish uh and latin i think i think that's where it comes from um it's uh it's just you know it's short for coronavirus it's it's bad enough that people i mean i did this in the past called this the coronavirus disease because there's lots of coronaviruses um actually a uh a very common cause for the common cold is is a certain uh, several strains of coronavirus usually when you get the common cold in winter It's rhinovirus and like, you know, the summer cold when you just get the, you know, the sniffles or you get like the the cold in summer. And sometimes that's weird. I get a bit of fever with that, uh, you know, viral infection. But like often that is a coronavirus. Um, So calling it Corona is just. I mean, yeah, you know, it's like it's like we're speaking about guns. If you like if you're into guns, a gun nut, so to speak, and people call like a rifle a long arm, like a rifle, call that a gun. That's or like a revolver, call a revolver a gun, or know a pistol. They call a revolver a pistol. That's even worse. You know what I mean? If you if you're technical, it just drives me insane. But I can understand why they did that. um And I'd be much uh, more comfortable with like vaccination companies calling their vaccine the corona vaccine. It just pisses me off they call it the COVID vaccine, because that is literally wrong. Like, corona vaccine would just be uh, unspecific. But it is a coronavirus, so yeah. It wouldn't be wrong. It would be very, it just very, very unspecific. Captain um, Eckhart continues. Uh, also, the Wikipedia COVID-19 entry seems to be consistent with Webster, Quote, of those people who de- who develop symptoms noticeable enough to be classified as patients, most, 81%, develop mild to moderate symptoms up to mild pneumonia. And uh, he, I'm going to put I put a link in the show notes. It it's in the press. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just amazes me. I had several people writing me. I mean, I have a lot of feedback that I don't include in the show. I also got some feedback uh, that I didn't include because uh, it's – topics I want to do um, and I, I don't know if I want to keep that back uh, anyway I'm gonna yeah some really good topic uh, suggestions so if you have some please send me feedback on that as well uh, private citizen Art press is the website uh, be very interested uh, topic ideas are always welcome I want to do things you find interesting so that's always cool um, but what was I saying yeah I had a lot of people writing in that I didn't want to duplicate because it was basically echoing stuff uh, people had certain previous um feedback sections uh that they actually didn't know like the difference between SARS-CoV-2 and they had actually never heard the term SARS-CoV-2 and that just amazes me that just ex- that just tells you how bad the coverage is out there like every I'm, I'm writing for IT like the only uh SARS-CoV-2 related articles I ever wrote were either from a blog or for IT-specific publications. And I always, in an article that I write, I call it the SARS-CoV-2 pandemic. I've never used COVID. It might have been changed by editors afterwards, but I did, I never use that. I use that correctly. Because I'm thinking, I'm writing for a technical magazine, and if I go and I uh uh Confuse fat and NTFS. People are just completely riled up. And if you're that specific, you can't just go and confuse SARS-CoV-2 and COVID. Like you can't confuse the virus and the disease symptoms, especially when it's very important that not everybody who has the virus gets the disease. And that is still a topic that I talked about on the show a lot. That society as a a whole does not understand society equates positive test, which is an infection, you know, a positive test shows that somebody is infected to some degree with being sick, which doesn't have to be the case, which have with having COVID. Like, you know, there's a difference between having the virus. There's there's many differences, there's a difference between having the virus having the virus and spreading it, having the virus, you know, and it duplicating because you're not vaccinated or, you know, your immune system doesn't react, getting sick and getting really sick and getting COVID and, and and you know, not even getting COVID, but actually ending up in the ICU. So people hear positive tests and they think ICU. And you see journalists writing like that. They're like, they're talking about uh I don't know, ICU bands and they're going, I don't know, uh ta- you know, they they're writing something about like PCR tests. And you're like there is no connection between these. The only connection is that if somebody ends up in the ICU, yes, they will pro- they're probably tested positive if you test them. But it's it's only causal in that direction, right? It's not like anybody who gets tested positive, ends up in the ICU. And you people, I think, believe that. I think that's why there's a big or something similar. That's I think that's why there's a big scare still of this virus, even though, you know. I mean, I understand if you if you have health issues or you're old or whatever, that, you know, you're in a risk group that you are afraid of this virus, which I think is justified. But you know, if you like me And you uh, are 38, you've never been in a hospital in your life, Uh, you know, you don't have any, you don't know of any pre-existing illnesses, that doesn't mean I couldn't die if I get it, like maybe maybe I'm really sick, maybe I'm riddled with cancer, I just don't know, but like if you're like that, and you're like that deadly afraid, I I don't understand why. Because I, you know, my risk right now of dying of a heart attack is like, you know, cardiovascular disease, even though I don't have that many risk risk factors there either, is such, so much of a bigger problem just because I'm a man and I'm like almost 40, 40 now, right? My risk of having a serious cardiovascular problem just increases exponentially every year now broke now and i'm probably not that bad i don't smoke at least not regularly uh, i i exercise these days and uh, i'm not i don't weigh 250 kilos like some german youtubers um but yeah anyway thank you captain naked for the feedback and yes uh, i was wrong of course uh, you can have mild cases of COVID-19 I just I think the problem also that happened there in my brain is that usually like to have COVID you have to get diagnosed with that right so you know specifically like technically you know not what like okay the way it works these days is like you uh for example somebody dies and they have a test because he was in hospital and he was positive then he died of covid even though technically if he didn't have the symptoms and he might have died of a heart attack that was maybe in you know made worse or whatever or something else and that might have been made worse by the virus technically he didn't die you can't you don't die of covid you die of pneumonia or something right but like often it's like labeled covid and it's technically not but like the thing i was thinking is if it's to be like medically labeled COVID, you ha- you ha- a doctor or hospital has to be involved. Realistically, a hospital, so you, ha- you have to have it bad. You end up in the hospital, you get diagnosed, and you get treated, and then you get treated for COVID, right? So generally, that's what I would connect with COVID. Anyway, that's that's what I was getting across. But obviously, I wasn't technically. I, I wasn't. Explaining myself clearly enough, so thanks for calling me out on that, Captain Egghead. Um, that's what we need the big brains for. <laughs> anyway, um yeah, that's that's it for the feedback this time. Please tell me how I'm wrong about uh Lord and the Hater. Uh, actually, I I, I, mean, I always say that every episode, but this time I mean it. I'd be amazed! Uh, it'd be great to have an episode. I like, I, if I get a lot of feedback on this, and. Uh, I'd, I'd be happy to do, like, a second episode and discuss this. Um, and if I can't get somebody on the show to discuss this with, I would also consider doing this by, you know, reading email and commenting on it or maybe having an email discussion with somebody and then asking them if that'd be okay if I read out on the show or something. I, I think there, there's a lot of... There's so much nuance in the story that I don't even feel like this is my opinion, but I'm not completely comfortable with it. I think I need, we need to explore it more more so i'll be happy happy to do that anyway let's get to the uh let's get to the banking for money part of the show (laughs) toss a coin to your podcatcher podcaster i said wrong again damn it Podcaster, the podcaster doesn't need any money. He probably paid for it already. If it's a four pay, anyway. Uh, I'm not actually begging for money. I don't think. I don't think that's fair. I'm just saying, take the show for free. I'm okay with that. But if you want to keep it on the air, we have to figure out a way to make this sustainable. And there are some people who are helping me out. Uh, they are their patrons on Patreon. So, they are like, I uh, have a mon- monthly subscription, which uh, works very well for me. And some people just sent me one of money amounts, amounts of money to producers at fab industries via PayPal. Producers at fab.industries. All this is in the show notes. There's also a link to the value for value model, which uh, you might want to learn what that is. If you don't, um, I'm going to explain it on the show once in a while, but you know, let's keep this short. Let's wrap this up. I would like to thank the people who. Uh, you know, help me keep this running, keep this show on the road, um, help me keep it sustainable and, you know, help me make a living as a, as a freelancer, which is hard enough as it is. If you actually pay taxes, you know, Mr. Winkler, some of us actually do pay taxes, and they don't insult the police? <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks to Georges, Steve Foes, Butterbeans, Johnson M. Heathy, Michael Mullen Jensen, Dave, Michael Small, 1i11g, Jaroslav Lichtblau, Jackie Plage, Philip Klostermann, IKN, Vlad, ba- Bennett Piata, Kaisius, Rodain the Insane, Tobias, Fadi Joe Poser, Dirk Didi, Mode7, Sandman616, David Potter, Rizal, Mika, Avis, Martin, Mr. Amish, Dave Amrish, Cam, Ricky M. Barry Williams. Jonathan. Captain Akad. There he is. RJ Tracy. Rick Bragg. D. Robert Forster, super user, super user. No reply. And as you'll see. Thanks to all of you. And these people are very engaged. That's what I like about my community. They also write me feedback. Lots um, of these people have been there for a very long time supporting the show. I appreciate that. I can't say that enough. And if you just want to be quiet and just listen to me and support it anyway, I mean, that's, that's, that's good enough. It's good enough for me. Um, and uh, because I'm streaming this on Twitch, uh, I stream other things on Twitch as well. Currently, um, some people might know I'm writing a novel, uh, grimdeep.com. Grimdeep.com. You can read the first two chapters there, uh, which I, uh, t- I've i taken part in NaNoWriMo in the past. Uh, I'm doing that now again. This month in November, I'm writing, I'm trying to write 50,000 words. And I'm also streaming that. Helifa. Uh, um, has a friend of mine who's also streaming on Twitch has given me the idea to try that and it, I've done it once now it worked really well I'm gonna do that whenever I can um, I also have to finish this book in the next four months if I can because I actually got a um, grant by the German government it's like kind of a, a pandemic related a restart the culture thing and I applied for it and I got a grant to write this book which is pretty amazing I think considering that the book's in English um but they did give me uh I got a piece of paper with the government uh seal on it and they actually gave me uh gave me a grant and that's pretty cool. So um yeah. I'm writing a lot, I'm streaming a lot. Oh what I wanted to say was the following thing. I thank all my Twitch subscribers. Because they're amazing. Um, because they're also helping out. So uh, thanks to Mike the Dane, JonathanMH underscore com, ElterrestrisGym, Gym, and Redeemer F, Sandman616, Butterbeans, JJ Guevara, Baking the Pork, Mode 7 is unavailable, and IndieGameyax. Thanks to all of you. Also have to thank ByteMark, ByteMark.co.uk, because they're providing the servers um, that... host the audio files for the show uh british cloud hosting company by thank you i just my brain just blanked out That's like service for what for for the audio files you dumbass uh, <laughs> and with that uh the intro song uh to the show is called acoustic roots by Rural Kabzali. i thank him for that and uh let's uh let's play you out with a song called no train to gisolt gisholt no train to, to gescholt I don't I don't know where that place is uh, by Victor Landberg it's a nice nice song so I'll see you probably next week you'll you'll hear from me um, until then ignore the haters and uh, aim to misbehave but not too much you know and not and don't misbehaving's alright but don't don't harass other people all right. <laughs>